Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my wonderful co-host, Donna Lee. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show and happy day. Uh, I'm a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show. We've been going strong for almost three years now, Donna. It's almost four years. Almost four years? Yeah, I looked at the dates. Oh, my Lord. I know. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) Well, luckily, I'm not here to tell time or be the calendar. I'm here to be your urologic guide to the world. Donna is a uh, board-certified comedian, and she has helped as the office manager and business development manager for my practice. NAU urology specialist, and we just celebrated your sixth year with the practice. That's right. And you know what you get every year with our practice? A little sperm pin that you wear on your shirt or your jacket. And so now I'm flooded with sperms. Yes, you have almost as much sperm on your shirt as you did in college. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people don't like our humor. I'm sorry about that. You don't have to keep listening. But uh, if you want to enjoy our humor more, you can listen to our podcast, which is available where all your podcasts are found. That's right. You can listen to them. They're cheap, effective, and free. Actually, they're more than cheap. They're free. Uh, But I do want to apologize to this gentleman who sent a complaint. Uh Uh-oh. His name is Jeff, and he was very offended that the female on the show, meaning me, uh, made light of his situation. And I just wanted to apologize, and I'll send him an email, but I'm not certainly making fun of anybody in particular. I'm just a stand-up comedian by nature and had a terrible childhood. So therefore, I make fun of everybody. Well, let's hope we can edit that out because that was a lot of uh, of our own airtime. Uh, Donna, when uh, we love it when people ask us questions on the show, and we're going to talk about some interesting topics today. But mm-hmm. if they want to see us as a patient, how do they get a hold of us? You can call us during the week at five one two two three eight zero seven six two. You can also check out our website armormenshealth.com. You can submit your questions there. We are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, where we love dripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to talk today about an awesome relatively cutting-edge service that we're providing in our practice. I know. So exciting. We were very lucky to get Dr. Preston Smith to join our practice. Mm-hmm. He is a interventional radiologist, which is humorous only because for those of you that know anything about surgeons, surgeons and radiologists have kind of a contentious relationship. Yeah, I know that now. So now <laughs> him joining our practice is almost like dogs and cats marrying. Oh, but he's so nice. And he's like a little little brother that we never wanted that we get to hug on at work. <laughs> we never really wanted. <laughs> Dr. Preston Smith is an interventional radiologist. That means he went through his full radiology fellowship uh, and residency. And then he did a special fellowship in just learning how to use radiologic techniques to intervene interventionally to help both diagnose and cure disease. And in our practice, he has made a specialty of really encouraging prostate artery embolization for BPH. Mm-hmm. And he does all sorts of other artery embolization, but that's a different segment. He does do a lot of different things, and uh, uh, we will have him on the show to talk about his specific thing. But from the urologic standpoint, I thought we would just kind of briefly talk about why PAE or prostate artery embolization may not be widely known about, uh, what are some of the considerations that the urologist should have, and why you as a patient uh, are best suited to get your prostate treated by a urologist who suggests PAE as mm. opposed to just, you know, answering some seedy uh, ad on your Facebook. <laughs> oh, are, you, are we thinking about the same ad? Get Probably. three inches and PAE at the same time. Oh, is that a thing? No, I don't know. It should be. 
my Facebook uh, account has been banned. <laughs> I uh, wonder why. <laughs> so um, I think a lot, a very common question that people ask for enlarged prostate is what are some options that you have for it? Mm-hmm. And we have a lot. We do. If you come to our office and get treated by us, you have a minimum of eight different things that we offer for for BPH. Right. That's awesome. And we offer them really trying to kind of personalize what treatment you need for the size of your prostate, how significant your symptoms are, what age you are. And it really strikes me when a urologist who we know all trained very similarly, are very capable, has one particular hammer uh, that they love. Right. And that's all you're going to get. That's all you're going right. to get, right? Because if that's all they have in their tool belt, that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. If you go to somebody who is on the Eurolift website, I bet you you're going to be offered Eurolift when you go see them. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You're not going to you get know, offered Resume? If they're a Resume center of excellence, I bet you you're going to get a Resume. <laughs> and these procedures are not particularly difficult. You know, the, the, the technical capability of being able to do one of these advanced, you know, or minimally invasive techniques for BPH aren't like, it doesn't take a ton of cases to to become proficient at them, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but but because the companies will offer lots of marketing dollars, and because you know when you get comfortable with something, you'll just think that it's the best. Uh, I think that unfortunately, a lot of patients end up with procedures that they're unhappy with in the end. Mm, yeah, I like that you put the patient in the driver's seat with you and you talk about all of the different options that are appropriate with the patient. And then you talk about the outcomes and the patient gets to decide with you sometimes and go, oh yeah, my friend had that done. That sounds really amazing. And I think that that's great uh, to note. And if your urologist or your surgical professional does not do something, then you're probably going to be shied away from it. So Mm -hmm. um, we try to give you a really good, honest impression of each one. When you come see us, you get a big spreadsheet that we give you on a piece of paper of all the different procedures, the positives, negatives, what to expect. And prostate artery embolization remains a very important part of that metric. Um, We are one of the few urology groups in the country, I think there's probably less than 10 in the entire country, that employs an interventional radiologist as part of the... uh, part of the program. And um, the reason is the urologist doesn't make any money off of an interventional radiologist doing prostate artery intervention, you know, embolization. So, So there's certainly a financial consideration when it comes to giving advice. And then uh, because as residents, we didn't learn a lot about it, we never took the time to learn about it. And then we don't suggest it. But uh, I guess uh, now after, you know, being highly involved with prostate artery embolization for the last five years, I'll tell you uh, my impressions. And that was from another group that was here. That's right. So right. so it wasn't even our group that was doing it. But, right. uh, but that group has left town, and uh, we've decided to get into that kind of space because of how successful it was and what a great kind of niche that it uh, served. Right. And that is men who have big prostates who do want anything in their penis. And would you um, believe there's a lot of people that don't want stuff in their penis? Really? Yes. <laughs> Shocking. Oh. <laughs> so a prostate artery embolization involves going through the arteries that feed the prostate, 
and cutting off the blood supply to the prostate. In the arm, in the leg? We can go through the wrist, or they can go through the wrist, mm -hmm. or through the leg. Okay. Much like a cardiac catheterization is done. And what's interesting about the prostate is that it gets a lot of blood flow, but it has two main blood supplies, one from the right, one from the left. And you can target those arteries and coil them off using these really small little microbeads that cut off the blood flow, mm -hmm. and it shrinks the prostate. Wow. It's amazing. That does sound amazing. We used prostate artery embolization for years, which has been around for many years, mm -hmm. in patients who had severe bleeding after a surgery. Oh. And then you would kind of help cut off the blood supply. It'll kind of it'll kind of reduce the bleeding that's occurring, and the patient can avoid multiple other surgeries. Do the little beads like coagulate, or what What do the little beads do? The beads are like, uh, they, they create like a traffic jam so that the blood can't flow to that area. Oh. Now, some patients are worried that it'll kill the prostate completely, and mm. it won't. There's enough what we call collateral blood supply mm. so that the, the, the prostate doesn't completely die. It just gets starved and it shrinks. Oh, okay. And so in shrinking, what we have found is it's best suited for patients who have a slow flow. So if they have a prostate that's big mm -hmm. and a slow flow, then shrinking it helps. Okay. For those patients with a small prostate or who your main symptoms are urgency, frequency, and getting up at night, mm -hmm. those patients don't generally benefit quite as well from PAE. What about the patients you put on medication for slow flow? Those are also patients that benefit quite a bit. Uh, so if you have, if you're on tamsulosin or alfuzosin or psilidocin and you're having side effects such as retrograde ejaculation or anorgasmia or uh, dizziness when you stand, hmm. PAE is a wonderful, you know, minimally invasive approach. Hmm. Is done in our office. Is done with minimal. Uh, sedation, so it can be done even with a wide variety of underlying medical conditions. Mm -hmm. If you're on blood thinners, it's something that can be done with minimally getting off your blood thinners. You don't really have to get off for very long. Hmm. Uh, and it works within just a few days, although it takes almost 12 weeks to have its full impact. People often ask whether it will cause erectile dysfunction. It does not. And insurance, uh, exactly. Insurance covers it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's very effective. Your workup in our office will often involve a, an ultrasound. Mm -hmm. We do put a scope in your penis to take a look at your prostate. But if you've had that done by another urologist, we often will not repeat it. Mm. We'll just kind of make sure your prostate's appropriate size. And we would love to help take care of you. So if you're interested in prostate artery embolization, Donna, how do people get a hold of us and how do people do it? That's right. You can give us a call at 512-238-0762. Our website to visit armormenshealth.com. You could submit those questions there about PAE, prostate artery embolization, or anything else you've heard about on the show. And again, we're in the Austin area, Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, Dripping Springs, and check out the podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts. And I think that uh, as we come into our next segment after this break, we're going to talk about retrograde ejaculation, where PAE does not cause retrograde ejaculation. So we want to talk about other alternatives as well. Hello, and welcome back to the Arbor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my wonderful co-host, very funny and only partially offensive, <laughs> Donna Lee. Uh, hi, sorry if I've offended you. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you are, everybody. A sincere <laughs> apology from my very offensive co-host, Donna right. Lee. I'm a board-certified urologist. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists, the uh, urology specialty uh, clinic that I started in 2007. Uh, we are 
celebrating our 15th and a half year mm -hmm. in practice. Uh, we <laughs> are expanding to over five offices here. Over five. Exactly over five. Over five. <laughs> exactly five offices <laughs> in the uh, greater Austin area. We treat patients from all over Central Texas and all over the United States. We love having our international listeners too. Thank you to our two South Korean listeners. Uh, we love uh, tracking you on our BuzzFeed uh, Buzz, Buzzsprout account. <laughs> Thank you for downloading the episodes. Donna, how do people become patients of ours if they want to? That's right. Unlike Brad, who I'd like to give a shout out to, he lives in Michigan. He said, I wish I could come to your office to get checked out, but I live too far. Well, Brad, we can fix that. It's called an airplane trip. Um, you can reach out to us at 512-238-0762, our website, armormenshealth.com. And then you can submit those questions to that website and we will answer them anonymously like we do as often as possible. And I have a question. So in regards to what we spoke about in the previous segment, this gentleman wrote in, apart from PAE, otherwise known as prostate artery embolization, what are the best BPH treatments that won't leave me with the likelihood of retrograde ejaculations? You've probably covered this already. If so, can you please direct me into the appropriate episode? But here we are. We can answer it right here. Absolutely. So for those listeners that don't know, retrograde ejaculation is when you orgasm, little to no fluid comes out of you. Love it. Largely because it goes back into your bladder. Now, you can have no ejaculation or an ejaculation mm -hmm. if you've had your prostate removed or if you've had other things that have caused your prostate not to function. Mm -hmm. And it can even be in some young patients who have infertility. The, the ducts are blocked and they have oh. an ejaculation. If you are a diabetic or you've had surgery on your prostate or if you have spinal cord injury, mm -hmm. then the semen will go backwards up into your bladder when you ejaculate. Does that cause any problems? It does not. It's no, just, like infections, nothing? Nothing. Hmm. It's just You would think it would cause an infection. It, it really seriously limits the amount of money you can get on the open Pornhub market, though. <laughs> it limits you. Although that. I had this older Italian guy that told me he was just going to have a little squirter of milk next to his leg when he videotapes oh, himself. Oh, that's funny. It was pretty funny. I think he was just joking. I don't know. Because his wife became <laughs> blushed and started. <laughs> anyway, uh, funny guy. Uh, so retrograde <laughs> ejaculation, um, we in the medical profession used to really largely poo-poo the whole concern that men had. Just poo-poo it. Like, right. like get listen, man, get over yourself. Nobody gives a damn. You know, you're not trying to have a baby. <laughs> like, you know, just don't be dumb. So the only people that we really cared about with retrograde ejaculation really was spinal cord injury patients oh. who were trying to have a baby. That, that was like, for the last, I mean, entirety of our, of our, of our medical learning. <laughs> so when I, when I became in practice... And patients would complain about it. It was one in a very seldom little group. And then we even had a patient in our own practice that developed retrograde ejaculation after one of our partners did a surgery. And he just completely psychologically could not really deal with this oh, diagnosis. No. Did it cause ED psychologically? It, did, it just caused him tremendous psychological distress, the fact that he wouldn't ejaculate. And then, and then patients... <laughs> wives would complain. I would never. They thought he was faking it. That's funny. Yeah. But I would be so happy. Yeah, Less I know. Clean up time. It just seems. So I guess what it proved to us is that the doctor <laughs> cannot use their own value yeah. judgment on exactly what's going to happen. And that happens not just with this kind of stuff, but with everything. Mm. Just what's happened, just what's important to your doctor, this what we call a paternalistic view of your health, 
mm-hmm. is just not not the way that people want to do stuff. And it's not just these young woke people. Yeah, you boomers out there, you don't like to be told by your doctor what's important <laughs> either. Okay, uh, and so and so common things are things to do with your ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, premature ejaculation, and here retrograde or an ejaculation. Mm-hmm. So with that long preface. Let's talk about those treatments that we can do for an enlarged prostate that do not generally lead to retrograde ejaculation. Okay. Medication-wise, there's a medicine that we use called alfuzacin, mm-hmm. which is different than tamsulosin or sildosin. So alfuzacin is our classic medication that leads to less rates of retrograde ejaculation. So if you have the complication with tamsulosin, mm-hmm. then we can try you on alfuzosin. Oh, they sound like cousins. Yes. Then we can also use finasteride or tadalafil, which is Cialis, as alternatives. But uh, I don't like finasteride. Uh, if you've listened to this show, you know that I, I think that that medication has a lot of potential negative side effects that are sometimes irreversible, so I don't like it. Isn't that usually for hair growth? It is also used for uh, hair loss. Oh. That's correct. Uh, and then tadalafil or Cialis works wonderful for irritative or urgency frequency symptoms, not as well on flow, but Mm -hmm. uh, certainly an option, especially if you have erectile dysfunction. Okay. Surgically, we offer something called the iTind, which is a really cool device Mm -hmm. that uh, uh, is like a scaffolding that temporarily goes in the prostate to open up the channel Mm -hmm. to allow you to pee, and the scaffolding is removed. It's a tiny scaffolding. It's tiny scaffolding. It's, it's, It's great for young men with a small prostate, Mm-hmm. Uh, the next step up is the Eurolift, U-R-O-L-I-F-T. It can be done in the office, although in my practice, we do it in the operating room just because I don't like you wiggling around. It's a mm. more permanent scaffolding or permanent kind of what we call a, a, a lift. It's a, it's a little mm-hmm. device that opens separates. up the, and sep- it lifts and separates, kind of like those like old wire bras. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it opens up the channel. It is done, uh, in, in my practice, you keep a catheter overnight, but in many practices, you do not. Again, in my practice, you stay, uh, you do it in the hospital, although you go home. Many practices do it in the office. It's just an issue of kind of um, uh, preference from the, from the doctor. Yeah. There's the Resume, which is a, uses hot steam that's injected into the prostate. The that, spa. The spa, the prostate spa. It leads to, we do that in the office as well. We Our practice does perform that. It works best in people who are, have a slow flow, a less well, in my opinion, on people who have lots of urgency and frequency. It uh, takes about four weeks for the symptoms or the, the whole process to work. Mm-hmm. And in our office, we keep a catheter in you for about five to seven days. And it does not lead to retrograde ejaculation. Uh, so uh, I've named iTind, mm-hmm. Eurolift, Resume, and then finally, the newest member of the block really is mm-hmm. called aquablation. So we have done uh, probably among the most aquablations in the city of Austin. Mm. Uh, we've been doing them for several years now. Uh, this uses a very cool type of technology to get rid of the prostate tissue. It uses oh. a water jet. So how is that different from Resume, the water, the spa? That's a great question. So Resume injects a needle into the prostate and injects hot steam. Into the prostate, into not the around prostate. it. Oh, I see. That's okay, right. I didn't know. So, that. so that's like, you know, if you're, if you're drilling and you're trying to create a hole or a cavity, you're kind of like injecting uh, a pipe into the ground and then injecting something to kill the ground underneath. Mm-hmm. And that's what that steam does. Oh, I see. That's different than a pressure washer, which is what the aquablation is. 
It uses 10,000 PSI. For those of you that know these things, that's a lot of PSIs. Sounds and so like it, 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 it's it, intense. it'll take the lacquer off the cabinets. That's true. <laughs> and so it, uh, didn't give a mean blowjob. Oh my God. Sorry. It gives. <laughs> it's blowing the, the heat, yes, the, the water. It does a great blowjob okay. on the plastic. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh my Lord. Uh, four years, everybody. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this uses a very high pressure water jet that that takes the tissue away. It does the same thing, kind of, you know, visually as a terp, where you take the tissue away mm-hmm. uh, using a cutting loop, but it does it with no heat. Oh, and so risks oh. of erectile dysfunction and risks of retrograde ejaculation are far less. Uh, I think the national numbers on retrograde ejaculation are about 11 to 15%. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me about 45 minutes on average to do the, 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 the case. I do it in the hospital. That's where most people do it. Mm-hmm. I admit you overnight because I'm a real conservative, safe guy, and I like you to be admitted overnight, although some doctors, even in Austin and around the country, are sending you home. Mm-hmm. I leave a catheter in for a week. Some people leave it in just overnight. Some people take it out. Some people leave it in for fewer days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of what my opinion is. You know, m- my goal when I treat patients is to keep you out of the emergency room, have you comfortable at home and minimize the likelihood of uh, of complications? So I, I I I may put you through more than others, uh, right. but I'm honest about it. You know I, yeah. I I'm I'm trying to take care of you and have you not have to deal with that problem again. Mm-hmm. But aquablation uh, is a robotically controlled s- uh, system. Uh, we are not paid by any of these companies. We're we just trying not. to be as honest with you about we're what we offer. we're terrible at marketing. That's correct. Donna is my business manager, and that's why. <laughs> I do not drive a nice car. So uh, thank you, Donna, for keeping me humble. Donna, how do people get a hold of us and You're become welcome. our patients? You can call us at 512-238-0762. We'll tell you all about that prostate blowjob and our website, armormenshealth.com. We're ro- located in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. The Armor Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.